Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back in here on a Wednesday afternoon. The problem with the temp tags uh, and the plates not being up to date is a problem all over the metro area. Gladstone cracking down on it. And we have online with us the chief of police, Chief Fred Veras, uh, kind enough to join us to do a little talking about this latest effort to crack down. Chief, welcome. Hi, John and Jamie. Thanks for having me. Great to talk to you. Let's talk a little bit about the timing on this. Why now? You know, honestly, there. I know there's probably some thought that maybe this is a little uh, issue with the timing being before Christmas. Um, it, it really had nothing to do with it. This has been um, – kind of a topic we've we've discussed at the leadership levels of my department for quite some time and really the the timing of it was spurred more from the the news report that came out this week showing the you know almost 79 million dollars in in um delinquent taxes that had been um not paid in the state of Missouri that combined with the fact that I mean you literally can't drive down a street anymore without seeing two or three of them temporary tags that haven't been, you know, renewed for six months up to, I think our oldest one we've seen now is two years old. Um, it just, it's out of hand and we just figured this is a good time to do it at the end of the year, you know, go into the, the new year with, uh, you know, fresh tags and properly registered vehicles. We went through a period of time during the pandemic where um, there was kind of a grace period given because you couldn't go in person to do some of this. And we were in kind of a strange year there. And so a, a lot of us were told, hey, you know, you get extra time. We're going to go a little easier on this. How much of what you're seeing is still kind of carryover from that, that people that took that a little too far? I think uh, I, I think some of it is. I mean, I, I, I would agree that during that time it really was difficult. But, you know, you're talking two years ago. Um, there's been a lot of cars bought in that time period. I think, honestly, it just stopped being a priority for people because of that. Um, I, I don't really, I don't really care what the reason is. I just know that it's, I've never seen it this bad in my 33 years of law enforcement. I've never seen it to the point where you can't drive up and down a street without seeing two or three of them, you know, right in front of you. And, um, whatever the reason is, you know, we're, our hope is that, uh, our social media blast kind of reminding people and letting them know that this is something that needs to be done and we're going to be out enforcing it um, pretty heavily. And uh, the the responses that we got from just on social media have been overwhelmingly supportive. I, I know as, as a chief, I get more than one email or phone call on a fairly regular basis, a lot, a lot of emails, wondering uh, we're not doing something about this problem, why people are not paying their tags. And so after a day, you know, one day, yesterday alone, 29 citations were issued just in one day. 
yeah. um, because now it's a priority and, and we're going to hopefully, you know, get people thinking maybe I should have done this, you know, a while ago. Well, and it's easy to understand why, too. I mean, why you would get those complaints, because those of us who do keep our tags up to date see that and say, OK, why am I doing this if they can get away with not doing it? Absolutely. And, and me personally, if I, if I were to be driving around with expired tags as, as a police officer, or poli- uh, as a chief of police, can you imagine what the what the outcry <laughs> would be? Um, I'm just I, I'm not asking any people to do or asking anyone to do anything that's uh, that's not reasonable or what we're supposed to be doing. Uh, we're not a we're not out collecting revenues for for the state of Missouri, like some people think. The problem is that if people aren't licensing their cars, what else aren't they doing? Are they driving around without insurance like they're supposed to be doing? And, quite, you know, we're seeing that as well, you know, as we stop these cars and, and we're telling people why we stopped them. Well, a lot of them don't have insurance as well. That's a problem. So I want to read you a text we just got, and I recognize that this is Leavenworth, not Gladstone, but I, this is the kind of thing that we're hearing from people. Uh, somebody just said, if Leavenworth's then inspection times weren't limited, like Tuesday, Thursday, 8 to noon, or if it was if they had more times where they could go, uh, for out-of-state vehicles, and my boss would give me the time off to go do it, I would have current tags on my truck. And I assume we're hearing many stories, the line was too long, or I can't get off work to go do the thing. What do you say to the people that say that? Well, you know, having spent a lot of time on the Kansas side in law enforcement, their inspections are completely different than ours. And their inspections are only required on the Kansas side when you're buying an, uh, a used car. All they, and all they inspect is the, the Highway Patrol checks the VIN number on it to make sure it's not a stolen car. In Missouri, you do have to do, you know, the vehicle inspection where they check to make sure it's safe if it's a car over, you know, so many years of age. But there's so many other avenues to handle those problems. I mean, you know, the tag renewals for um, not temporary tags, like when you have to go get your initial tags, a lot of that stuff can be done online. The problem is people are just not doing it. They're not, I stopped a lady the other day. If you're getting stopped by the chief of police, it's a problem. I don't stop cars. Okay. I, and I stopped a lady the other day. Her tag was almost a year expired. She had the inspection done in October. And I said, why haven't you gotten, got the license? Oh, I just never really got around to it. That's the problem. People aren't making it a priority. And it should be because you're driving a car on the city streets. And it, you're, you're supposed to have license plates that are valid. So let's talk about why people should consider it a priority. Because as you mentioned, I mean, you're hoping that this blast, when people hear this, they'll just go out and do it on their own because they know you're going to be looking for it. For the people that don't do that, that don't take the hint, what are they facing in terms of extra fines? I mean, they're going to have to pay to re-up the tag anyway, but I would imagine that there's going to be a little extra tax they're about to pay. You know, I don't know what the state charges as far as um, late fees. I would imagine there is some kind of a late fee, but but those those are based on you owing taxes for buying a new car. The temporary tags, that's for a defined period of time that gives you time to go do all this. That's why they give you 30 days to go get your license plates and get it squared away. If we catch you with temporary tags that are expired, you're going to get a ticket, and we're also going to take that temporary tag, and it's going back to the state of Missouri. Um, the other tags you know a year ahead of time when your license plate's going to be due for renewal. Go get the inspection if you're even required to, because newer vehicles, you don't have to do that annual vehicle inspection like you had to do in the 70s and 80s. Take the time to go get it taken care of. I Look, I can sympathize with the fact that you can't get stuff during the week because you're working. You know, I work Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. I There's stuff that I can't get done during the week. But when it's a priority, you find a way to do it. 
if you're going to drive a car in the state of Missouri, it has to be licensed and you have to have insurance on it. And we're not changing the rules. It's always been that way for as long as cars have been driven on the streets. It's it's not a new thing. People shouldn't be that terribly surprised when they get caught for driving around on a tag that's been expired for a year and a half. I want to talk about the visibility of temp tags. As someone who was in a wreck in Kansas City with someone who had a tag that was not visible, um, just from a driver's standpoint, I want the temp tags to go away because I can't read it as well as if it's up to date, as if it's a regular license plate. Sure. Um, I, that's a state of Missouri issue. I, I'm just glad they got away from handwriting them. I mean, I can remember when you got a temp tag and they wrote a marker with the date on it. At least now it's got a number that can be traced back to, um, you know, who purchased the car. It does have a, it, it's temporary, but it, it, at least we can search that. Um, yeah. You know, the visibility of them, like license plates aren't any easier to read now. And some of that's just because I'm getting older, I guess. But, you know, to me, it used to be, you could see them a mile away, like when it expired. It seems like the, the stickers get smaller and the tags get more difficult to read because of all the graphics on it. Those aren't my issues. All my issue is have a licensed vehicle that's current. That's it. Chief Fred Ferris is here with us from Gladstone, and we're doing a little talking about this latest effort, again, to get tags renewed, get temporary tags, if that 60-day period, 60 days, correct? Uh, man, you got me there. I think, <laughs> yeah, I think it's 60 days. Whatever the, the, whatever that period yeah. is, if, if they're expired, get your real tag. And I, the other thing that I'm curious about is with your department and with the cars that you have out there on the street, Talk a little bit about the technology that's used to to see these things. Obviously, number one is going to be the officer's eyes. But are you using tag readers that can do the same thing and alert an officer, hey, you just drove by a car in a parking lot that's got an expired tag? No, so that so that technology for the license plate readers, it, it does have some capabilities to um, to search for things like that. Quite honestly, we filter those out simply from the fact that those things would be going off every 15 seconds. So, <laughs> you know, our, our stopping isn't, but we're not using that license plate reader technology for that. Um, I'll be perfectly clear about that. We're not looking at tags on cameras. It's, there's enough of them out there with the officers just driving around during the course of their normal shifts. They're not having any trouble finding them. Well, you've had a, a great, uh, you know, a great job uh, explaining to people why this needs to be done and talking about some of the other secondary issues. And it's, again, all the more reason, especially if you're going to be driving in Gladstone, to make sure that you're up to date on all of it. And Chief Fred Ferris, an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate you guys taking time to, to cover this. You bet. Take care. Good luck and uh, Merry Christmas. Have a good holiday. Uh, phone lines are starting to ring, and I, I want to open this up to you. Um, we don't know who you are, but if you are if you are in this group, if you have the expired tags, especially if they're expired for a while, John, you're looking at the text line just like I am. Mm -hmm. The number of people that are justifying, oh yeah, and giving us the reasons why they haven't done it. Give us a call and let's talk about it because I do wonder: is there a valid reason in there where something needs to be done, something needs to change? It's not going to happen today, but. Is there something we need to be looking at? 913-586-7798. We'll get to your comments just ahead here on KMBZ. Phone number here, 913-586-7798. Uh, the actress, Cameron Diaz, I don't know if she, I, retired maybe is kind of a strong word, but she's taken a, a pretty lengthy break from acting. I think she came back 
and was doing something with Jamie Foxx recently was what I what I heard about. Uh, but she there was uh, she gave an interview on a podcast. Model Sim, uh, Molly Sims does a podcast. And the Daily Mail picked this up. They started chatting about what they consider to be healthy lifestyles. And what she said is, we need to normalize having separate bedrooms for married couples. Way in here. <laughs> We've talked about separate um, blankets. Uh-huh. <laughs> We've yeah. talked about different sides of the bed. And it has been talked about, like, for a peaceful night's sleep, sometimes you have separate separate corners sure yeah i mean some people roll over more often than others some people snore more often and more loudly than others so sure i mean it, it can be an issue and some people just aren't comfortable sleeping in a bed with somebody else and, and that's fine too the thing i think is interesting about this is that she said we need to normalize this it seems to me like whatever you do is normal for you you know what i mean so yeah i think she means stigma attached to people that oh you don't sleep in the same bed you're married well you don't you know yeah and i i guess uh but i mean to me it's like whatever works uh, but she said to me i would i would literally i have my own house you have yours uh and that's the way she said it i mean just you know speaking so she said we have the family house in the middle i'll go sleep in my room you go sleep in in your room and i'm fine and we have a bedroom in the middle that we can convene in for our relations. <laughs> okay, then. Thanks for um, clearing that up. Yeah, so, so it's not the kitchen floor. Okay, whatever. But, yeah, I, I mean, that's fine. I, I just, uh, yeah, I, I guess I never saw the value in getting that far into somebody else's relationship to say, wait a minute, you're sleeping wrong. <laughs> you know, if it's good for you, have at it, Cameron Diaz. Okay, but it's worth talking about sure. um, because it's not the first time this has been said that it's when it is talked about, it, it's the people that say, well, why are it, it's almost like your your love life is dead. Like that's the last step toward just kind of being roommates is if you're not sleeping in the same bed anymore, then there's a problem there. Yeah. And I sort of like the point of there's nothing wrong with your marriage. It just needs to be. um yeah, less frowned upon, I guess. Yeah, do whatever you want, but I think it's an interesting point of conversation. Oh, definitely, yeah. And the idea that, I mean, that there's yeah, that, that your relationship is broken if you don't sleep in the same bed together, that's that's somebody with no imagination is what that is. <laughs> I mean, uh, if the only place you can think about is bed, then, uh, okay, expand your horizons a little bit. But, um, yeah, as, as far as the stigma is concerned, um, I, I wonder how much of that is starting to go away anyway? I mean, we've heard, and there have been articles written within the last year or so about that. Um, I mean, it has the name sleep divorce, which I hate because, again, it seems to mm -hmm. give that impression that there's a problem in the relationship, and there absolutely isn't. 913-586-7798. Who does this already? And what was the reason? I I'm curious to some of the reasons why. Because I, um, you and I have both worked really strange hours. I've always been the person whose alarm goes off at 4.30 in the morning. Yeah. I mean, it's for 20 whatever years it's been that way. I'm a pain for that reason because that alarm's going to wake the other person up. You know, are there reasons like that if you work different shifts and you sleep different hours or you need the bedroom at 60 degrees and he needs the bedroom at 75? I can see all these reasons why you would you would take that route yeah and some people like to have the tv on while they're falling asleep mm -hmm. and some people hate it and can't or sleep if you do that versus not exactly so yeah with that um i guess what i was what i was trying to get to is i think this is probably much more common and most people just don't say anything about it 
Right. You know what I mean? But I, mm-hmm. I bet this is much more common than most people think it is. Let's find out. Phone lines are ringing. How common is it? And I'm also curious if there's anybody that tried it and then stopped. Like, did you try it? Try it and you just didn't. It didn't work out for you. And so you went back the other way. Yeah, and found out that it was actually hurting your relationship, that somebody mm-hmm. felt that, that one person in the relationship felt um, it felt that it was indicative of a problem and, and said, why are you doing that? I don't understand why you would want to do that. Let's go to Teola in Kansas City to kick this one off. Hi, Teola. Hey. So I'm, I'm with Cameron <laughs> all the way. Um, my reasoning behind it is because I I believe in boundaries. My husband does not. He believes that everything in the bedroom is his, in, including my side of the bed. <laughs> I like to sleep untouched, unbothered. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he doesn't like it warm in the winter. I love it warm. I mean, like, you can have what you want. I can have what I want. And we're both happy. Yeah, and there's nothing in the world wrong with it. So, so what is the arrangement now? Are, are are you still sleeping in the same bed, or have you figured out something else? Um, we're still sleeping in the same bed, but he does stay on his side. I don't like my things touched, um, <laughs> but he's still touching my things. Uh-huh. So, even if we had separate bedrooms, I would keep a door, a lock on my door. Wow. Okay. Get out and stay out. I don't think you should use my foot file or my toothbrush or, yeah, we, yes, you know, we're close, but we're not that close. Gotcha. All right. Well, Teola, thank you. Uh, That's a good kickoff to this. Is it, you know, and that's interesting because she wants it that way and yet hasn't put her foot down and made him go into the other room or do the the old, you know, 1950s TV show twin beds thing. Mm -hmm. It's all about compromise, right? Yep. Okay, but somebody just texted this. Why be married if you can't share your bed with your wife? As the unmarried person, I'll say, I think there's more to being married than, yeah. than whether you're sleeping in the same bed, but somebody correct me. Sure, and and there can also be, I mean, sometimes if you're having a particularly bad night, this, this is what will usually happen with us, is uh, I've talked before about I get terrible leg cramps sometimes doesn't happen all the time but i broke my leg when i was 18 doing something stupid and i'm still paying for it now all these years later and there are times when it will not let me sleep or will i where it'll wake me up in the middle of the night just pancaked out you know and and in terrible pain and i don't want to put jen through having to deal with that so if that happens Mm -hmm. i go into the other room and get whatever little bit of sleep i still can and leave her alone yeah i get up a lot during the night yeah. I just, I'm an every, I just, every 90 minutes, I seem to be up and walking somewhere and, and, and that would be a pain to have to deal with. So yep. if you want to get in here, 913-586-7798. Coming up, uh, we need to talk about this pet rescue that somehow still manages to be open. We'll get to that coming up here on KMBZ. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Fox 4 was pretty blunt in the way they started this story. Uh, How long can an animal shelter operate without a valid license? One would think not at all. And yet... For Unleashed Pet Rescue, it doesn't seem to matter. I cannot believe that this place is still open and operating. How have they not? Look, I understand part of it. Uh, the, the city of Mission probably doesn't want to have hundreds of dogs that they don't have anything obvious uh, you know, and ready to do with. But that can't be the reason why you don't walk up to a business that's operating without a license and has been the subject of several investigations and articles about how badly they're doing their jobs and not just padlock the place. Uh, All right. So it's of particular concern because this is when coming up on holidays, people are gone. You're going to be housing your pets over the next couple of weeks. And if you're doing that for the first time, and you don't thoroughly research the place that you're taking them, you wouldn't know about the history of this. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I mean, had it not been for the fact that we that we work here, mm-hmm. you know, when we were looking for our dog, that may have been a place that we would have gone. But I knew better because I knew of, of the fact that they were operating without a license and the fact that the, they were under investigation by the Kansas Department of Agriculture. And and, and with all of that, there was no way that I was going to make that one of our stops. And sure enough, it wasn't. But, I mean, what do they have to do? What? How many things do they have to do wrong? And how many dogs do they have to have that are in, in poor condition, that are in poor health? I mean, they described dogs here that had fur that was peeling off, infected skin underneath. It, it's just a nightmare. And these are dogs that were ostensibly available for adoption. Yeah, um, I want to talk about a term that they use in here. So they said that part of the reason this has not been shut down is numerous legal filings from the attorney for the shelter to stop the, the state from shutting it down. And the term that they use is overzealous state regulators. To me, this is very black and white. Do you have a license or do you not? Are you following regulations or not? I don't feel like it's over. It's sort of like breaking the law. Are you breaking the law or are you not? It's are you not? Wow, that was horrible. Are you breaking the law or are you not? I don't feel like they're overzealous. It's I mean, look at the conditions that we've heard about. Sure. And and this is another thing drives me crazy. The petition. uh, Oh, uh, uh, according to Unleashed's attorney. They said Unleashed strongly denies all allegations in the petition, including and especially that Unleashed is operating without a license. Okay, that seems about the easiest thing in the world to to settle. Do right. you have a license? Yes. Show me. Um, county issues the license. That's a that's a county. I yes, I believe or that state. is correct. I'm not sure if it's a state. No, no, no. It'd be a business license. So that'd go through the state. That'd go through Topeka. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, I'm just, I guess I'm confused about process a little bit here. What's what's the problem? Why is the state still letting them have a license? Sure. Well, and the, the state says they don't have one. So, I mean, if, if they're going to make the case, yes, we are a properly licensed business, fine. Show us the license. And if you're not willing to do that, if you're going to, you know, well, well, we don't have to. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, no, that means if you're trying to hide whatever it is that you say you have, that means to me you don't have it. So there seems to be a fight over what's actually being, what's actually wrong here. The attorney is saying there's a petition. We strongly deny all of the allegations in it, especially that we're operating with. How is this up for debate? I know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It, that's an easy thing to settle. If you're, if they're saying you don't have a license and you're saying you do, produce it. Show it to a TV camera. Kansas Department of Agriculture said it's hopeful the court will rule on the injunction before the end of next month. Great. So what gets to happen between now and then? And they just keep, keep, keep getting to do business as usual. So, and for all that time, I mean, you think about, again, time of year. It's Christmas is now how many days away? Five days away. Yeah, and how many kids are going to get, or how many families are going to end up with a new puppy or a new kitten for Christmas? It happens every year. So this is going to be high time for that. And the thing that's just maddening about this is that this is, this is not new. This right. has been going on since mid-year. What research do you do? 913-586-7798. A Google search of this place would tell you a lot. Mm -hmm. But do you even do that? You know, it's not like they're going to advertise on their website, hey, we've been in a ton of trouble for all these allegations. Yeah, we looked around, and we, we had actually considered for a while going to uh, Tory, going to Tory, you know, and, get, mm -hmm. and getting a dog from them. We didn't end up doing that because we found the dog that we were looking for here in Mission, not at Unleashed. But... That was, I mean, it took a lot of research, not only research into the dogs themselves, but research into the places, into the shelters, because we wanted another rescue dog. We didn't mm -hmm. want to just go to a breeder and get, you know, a particular breed of dog or anything like that. And we sat down and not only, like I said, not only did we look into the dogs and their records, but we looked into the places that were that, that were adopting them out. And you have to. I mean, you don't. The, the last thing you want to have happen is that you go get a dog that has a heartworm problem or something like that. And it's either going to cost you thousands of dollars to get it fixed or the dog's going to die. 913-586-7798. Um, I'm just frustrated at the um, the bureaucratic part of this. Like, it, it, this should be an easy thing. And to me, I feel like it should be the opposite. Instead of waiting a month and a half to rule on the injunction, you close the place down until they prove that they have it. You don't let them stay open until they prove it. No. You, you make them close until they prove it. And I guess, you know, what you can do, and there's a worry with this as well, uh, that's the obvious worry, but what, uh, you know, if, if you wanted to do a kind of a half a loaf, if you don't want to have the city of Mission responsible for caring for a couple of hundred dogs and cats, then what you do is you padlock the front door and you say you will not allow anybody to come in here and adopt a dog. If you do, we will arrest you. And and at the same time, you leave that back door open and say you can still care for the dogs that you have currently and the cats and whatever other pets they might have there, but you're not adopting any of them out. And if you do, there's going to be serious legal trouble. Okay. I think we have what might be an interesting call. Let's go to, to Beth, to who is in Mission Up next. Hi, Beth. Hi, guys. Um, this is a great issue. I 
speak from experience. I have spent over 100 hours there uh, for a variety of other reasons at Unleashed, and I've seen everything. And I went in at first thinking, okay, what am I getting myself into? It has been lovely. It's clean. The people are there because they love it. I don't know the issue about the license. I asked constantly what's going on and with the media, and they they have cleaned everything. That I've I've rescued two dogs there that are perfect, that are just adorable. So I don't know where all this all this other law stuff is coming from, but as a person there that goes and does laundry, that cleans the floors, that loves on the dogs and the cats, I've seen nothing but positive, loving people there that are there that probably don't make a ton of money. I'm just a volunteer, but they do it out of the kindness of their heart, and I have really gained so much from it. So I really have heard this. Every time I tell somebody I'm volunteering there, they come with this this story, and I said, yes, I've heard it too, and I ask it every time I go in there, and I very professional people um, and I don't, I don't know everything, but if it's just a matter of they're open, and I guess they have um, um, the documentation. I don't know if this is just a rumor mill or whatever, but I'm there. I'm there at least two to three times a week. Wait, so, it, it's it's not just a rumor mill because it's the state saying that they're unlicensed. You know, they, okay. this isn't just. Well, yes, I do know that. But I don't know where they're at as far as closing because I was just there. I finished my hours, but I will continue to go there. I love it. Um, it just it brings so much joy to me. And I wouldn't be going to someplace that I thought was abusing or not taking. I mean, I've looked at the dogs. They are they are in great shape. They are taken very well. I, I would not participate in something that had anything to do with animal abuse at all whatsoever. It's against everything I believe in. And I can just say from my point of view, I, it's been it's been a wonderful experience for me. I mean, so I, I hope for the best, and I hope maybe you can get somebody that is high up in this particular organization that can speak for themselves. I, I don't know. I don't, it's, 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 it's got me curious as well. So right. well, it, um, thank you for bringing this up, and I hope it brings light to something. But got. I've never seen um, a more well-taken-care-of dog, and I have two of them, so, um, and they're lovely. Right. So I Anyway, thought I'd share. Thank Thanks. you guys Thanks, so much. Th- thank you. Uh, thank Thanks. you, Beth. Appreciate and and they're, they're more than welcome to call. I mean, the phone lines are open to them as well as they're open to anybody else. But, uh, you know, when the state of Kansas says they're operating an, uh, operating an unlicensed business, until I see proof otherwise, I have to believe the state. Yeah. Um, I, I would also assume they're not they're not going to admit to that. I mean, if you're there... And you're asking them, what are they going to say? Oh, yeah, we've had all kinds of trouble. I, I can see them not wanting to tell you about that stuff and be forthcoming about it. Absolutely. Let's go there. Let's go to Overland Park and bring Pat in. Hi, Pat. Hi. How are you guys doing today? Fantastic. Welcome Great. in. What's on your mind? Well, I work for a local rescue. I am a volunteer, and I'm on the board of directors. I have been working at rescues and fostering animals since i was in college i won't say how many years ago that was <laughs> yeah i won't ask <laughs> yeah uh let's just say it's been half a century um we know all about the problems that have been going on over at unleashed and i won't comment on those because i am a competitor and i don't feel like that's appropriate but For potential adopters, what we recommend is do your research of the shelter or the rescue that you are thinking about adopting from. 
uh, compare them to others in your area. Um, check the reviews. Ask to get a contact of some of your other adopters that you can talk to to hear about their experience. Um, and find out what kind of medical services are provided for the animals before you adopt them. Like all of our animals are age appropriate vaccinated. All of them have their spay and neuter surgery done. All of them are microchipped. All of them have been dewormed. So all of those things are taken care of and you're provided with the medical records from the vet that has been taking care of them while they were in the rescue um, property. Mm -hmm. um, ask to see the foster home, talk to the foster parents that have been working with these animals, whether it's cats, kittens, or rabbits. Um, and, and just really, as a parent, do your homework. We advise constantly don't give a puppy or a kitten to a child or a girlfriend as a surprise unless you know for sure that this is something that they want. A hundred percent. Yes. Well said. Um, and, and thank you. Thank you for all of that, Pat. Uh, as I said, I mean, a lot of people do get you know, dogs and cats around holiday time, you know, around Christmas time. But it, it, she's right. It should never be a surprise. And, you know, I want to go back on something I said earlier in the conversation because I, I, I misspoke about the timeline on all of this. I said this has been going on since mid-year. I was wrong. It's been going on for more than a year. Um, apparently we're having some kind of an issue uh, with, with Jamie. So we'll, uh, yeah. We'll, there we we'll go. Think, Hello. Yeah, oh, yeah. There you are. Hi. Remember the call. <laughs> Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, I can tell you what, we'll take a brief time out, see if we can get everything back under control and get back to your phone calls in just a little bit. We'll go back over some of the timeline and some other things in just a couple. Stay with us. John Grace and Jamie Monticelli here with you as the midday show continues on 98.1 KMBZ. 913-586-7798. So we were talking about the problems with this unleashed pet rescue. And as somebody pointed out in the text line, there's kind of the legal trouble and then there's the what's going on at the site. Yes. And uh, and just to go back, you know, what we were kind of alluding to a minute ago is that, you know, I said this has all been going on for months since like mid-year was when we first started to hear a lot about this. But forgot the fact that the initial inspection that they failed was October of 22. So wow. we're talking about a year and two months now. They were given another inspection in October of 23. They also failed. And uh, in earlier this year, the license was revoked. So uh, that's where we stand right now. And that was due to overcrowding issues and some of the other things that have been alleged. So we'll go to DJ in Waldo. Hello, DJ. Love you guys. So I am so glad you're keeping this in the media. I took and dealt with them in 21. My other dog passed. I went over. I looked at a dog with them. That dog was not appropriate. They did not let you go back to see the kennels. They did not let you see any of this. They had cats in cages mixed out where they were bringing the dogs through. It was pretty bad. And I took, they brought another dog out. I said, well, we'll try. Bring the dog home. Dog destroys house. I had to take him back. They got mad about that, but they told me I could adopt another dog. Wow. I saw another dog 
several days a week later, went over there to see the dog, and the people that were there that day told me they kept stalling. Then they went in the back and came out and said, we don't feel comfortable letting you adopt another dog. I said, then I want my money back. They said, no, we'll talk to the manager. It says you can't get your money back. I said, then I want to see the dog. This went on. I went out in the parking lot. They told me to step outside. I did. They told me to get off the property. I went to the parking lot that does not belong to them. And we were having words, and they threatened to call the cops if I did not get off of property that did not belong to them. I went back and forth with the lady that runs this and Danielle Reno. I could not get anywhere. They finally told me I could see another dog when I threatened them. I would not deal with them at all. I have turned everything I have over to the Department of Agriculture. They need to be shut down. I'm just waiting, praying to God that they are shut down. All right. Because the conditions were not good. The whole situation is not done right. DJ, thank you. Um, yeah, and now obviously we can't verify any, any of that. We don't know what right. she went through, but uh, what I will say, regardless of who you're dealing, regardless who you're dealing with, in a situation like that, the only place where you should not be able to look is the medical place it, it, because I, I know this business very very well. Um, you know, there are dogs that come in, rescue dogs that were rescued from the middle of a field. I adopted one of them once who was mm-hmm. in such bad shape when they brought him in that it took them six weeks to get him even to the point where they would even think about adopting him out. So that's fine. But if a place tells you, no, we don't want you to see where this dog is <laughs> sleeping every night, Red run, flag. get out of there. Yeah. Go, go somewhere else. There should never be a time where they should tell you they don't want you to see the kennels. It would be the same thing if you were looking at a daycare for your kid. Sure. If the place said, no, 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 we're not going to show you that, and it's not because you're violating HIPAA or something, that's a red flag if they don't want to show you. The dog that we ended up getting uh, just a little while ago, our last dog, Bingo, and she's great. She's she's still a puppy, and boy, is she rambunctious, but she's great. And they knew that this is a high-energy dog, that this is a dog that loves to jump around, and, and she's just crazy because she's still a little baby. But um, But they told us, they said, if she doesn't work for you, bring her back. We, mm-hmm. we won't. We won't look at you askance. And I was like, no, 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 no. We're, we're, we're fine. We are dog people. <laughs> you know, right. we have dealt with all of this and more in the past. Uh, but yeah, they, I mean, that's, that's another thing. If they, if they get on your case because a dog doesn't work for you and you want to bring the dog back, they shouldn't be in business. All right, let's wrap this up. Uh, we'll go back to and get Liz on the air with us. Hi, Liz. Hi, I just wanted to say I went out there last year at Christmas to donate money I was going to donate $150 for Christmas for them. And I went inside, a very small little entry, dirty looking. I mean, a warehouse looks cleaner than that. And I went inside, told them what I wanted. I filled out the paperwork. I said, now, I would like to see where the dogs are kept because there's a big wall back behind this lady sitting at a cardboard table. Anyway, they said, well, you can't do that. I said, you've got to be kidding. I've adopted dogs other places before. I would even not want to, I'd want to see if it was a house I was buying or getting a dog from. They said, well, we won't let people back there. I said, why? 
And she said, because it upsets the other dogs, they all start barking. I said, you're in the place where dogs are. They're going to bark. <laughs> yeah. She said, we just won't let people back there. I knew at that moment something really bad was wrong. As I was standing there talking with her, there were more people coming in with dogs to bring back yeah. than I could even see dogs going out. Liz, we got to let it go at that. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much for the telephone call. Again, red flags all over the place. Absolutely. All right, we've had a pretty good run with gas prices here lately. Is that about to change? Get into that coming up next here on KMBZ. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.